Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 325, episode 3 of Der Daily Zeitgeist, a yes. production of iHeartRadio. Yes! <laughs> this is a podcast, Marv Albert on the track. <laughs> yes! Uh, this is a, po- <laughs> a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it is Wednesday, February 14th, 2024. Don't even get me started on what day that is. Mm-hmm. Oh. Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. I don't think so. I don't think so, uh, hun. <laughs> I don't think so, hun. Okay? <laughs> not not on my watch. Uh, no no love Valentine's allowed Day. today. Yeah, if, you've not... got a, if you've got someone you want to smooch, save it for tomorrow. Yeah, Ow. that's right. Ow. I, I just walk around uh, putting a balloon between people who are expressing affection to one another, like I'm a uh, middle school dance chef. Yeah, you're, yeah, like you're yeah. The, the Grinch, but for Valentine's Day, <laughs> exactly. the, love, the love Grinch. <laughs> make room for Jesus. Make room for Jesus. Make room for Jesus. Make room. Just going from person to person. Well, shit. I don't have a Valentine's. I I just realized it was uh, Valentine's Day as I read the date as we were getting into the dock. My wife. Oh, nice. A very lucky woman. <laughs> My name is Jack O'Brien, aka Julius O'Pringles, aka Apple Vision Pro Tatoes O'Brien, aka the Thighmaster General. Those are courtesy of Scouty from the Discord. And then to add a, a non-musical aka to the mix from me, the propeller hat Nostradamus. Shouts out to all the listeners. Guys, I predicted that propeller hats were coming back during our year-end prediction show. And <laughs> some might have thought I was doing it as a bit. Uh, and But ever since I did it, people have been spotting propeller hats in the wild and sending me <laughs> fucking pictures of them. 
And I must say, yeah, I, I knew that shit was going to happen. In no way did I do it as a bit. I charted the trends. I read the waves, you know, uh, like she talks about Cerulean in the Devil Wears Prada. Uh, oh, you think that's just a propeller hat? Oh, darling. No, that is, uh, I don't even know how to riff on that. Anyways, you got it. We're three funny people. We could come up with it. We could come up. But propeller hats are like Miles was in Japan for the holiday and saw some propeller hats in Japan. Very fashion forward. Oh, you know, it's it's coming, folks. I think that the dark side of this is it's going to be some sort of like 3D printed drop ship, like way too powerful propeller is the next evolution <laughs> of this shit. <laughs> Actually pulls people off yeah. the ground. Like so, yes. something with, with some kind of aerodynamic buoyancy and then Elon Musk is going to make one. It's going to be... Yeah. You're you're you are yeah. the good part of this trend, but it's gonna like all things. And yeah, it's yeah. like that's why we don't have high speed rail in this country. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's gotta be something private. It's gotta yeah. be individualism. So that's I need true. to individually need to be able to yeah. take off from the ground and get yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Propeller hat is the least efficient mode of transportation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, can I gotta possibly say, think of <laughs> whenever I'm on whenever I'm on an airplane with a group of people, I always fold my arms and say, "I wish this was just me." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, <So> exactly. Oh, <laughs> wow. people, am I right? But uh, Inspector Gadget, I almost pronounced it Jadget. Uh, Inspector <laughs> Gadget is a, I go soft on both G's. Is a fashion icon. Uh, speaking of fashion icons, I'm thrilled to be joined by a very special guest co-host, a hilarious and brilliant producer, TV writer. You know him from the Yo Is This Racist podcast. It is Andrew T. I thought you were going to say, speaking of going soft on both G's, it's Andrew T. <laughs> I don't have an AKA because I spent my AKA brainstorming time taking a COVID test, which just came back negative. So oh, yeah. I, I'm Shout just, you. I'm not even feeling sick, but I have a wee bit of sore throat, yeah. which I'm, I now think is just, just LA is fucked up. I guess it's all the, yeah. AKA, AKA. Not, not even a little COVID. <laughs> Yeah. AKA COVID negative <laughs> so far, <laughs> allegedly. So far. Are yeah. you using, did you get new COVID tests? Because I tested negative. I was feeling a little under the weather last week or two weeks ago. Took a COVID test, but then I realized it's like from the original wave. Yeah, it looks so, was... so expired. <laughs> yeah, Probably it work. Fine, I would yeah. imagine. I guess the whatever the enzyme could get denatured. Uh, this yeah. was a... A Canadian COVID test Ooh. that was a a gift from my neighbor. I guess technically my neighbor's boyfriend, who's from Canada. He's real, but he is from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> my Canadian boyfriend. Yeah. And yeah, they I I had like looked out for some stuff in their apartment while they they were just gone for the holidays. Anyway, when they return, some nice nice treats, bottle of wine, but also they thought it'd be really funny to give me a Canadian COVID test. Comes in a yeah. pack of five and. So far, uh, and I guess this probably, I don't know if this speaks to the steady hands of Canadians or just the, the improved precision, but you know how like in the normal at-home COVID test, there's like a little vial of liquid that yeah. is, the, I think, the enzyme yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, it's, ultimately you only need three drops of it. In the Canadian COVID test, the source vial like where you get the original thing that you you swish around in yeah it's maple syrup right 
<laughs> it has it has like 3.5 drops like wow. you basically cannot like like by the time it's like like it is like absolutely clean pristine empty but if your hand even shakes a tiny bit or like anything goes wrong it's completely fucked that's interesting <laughs> yeah. it was so hard i was like oh no yeah, there's, there's I like that oh. other countries have a higher level of difficulty with their COVID tests than like for yeah. America. They're like, we're gonna need all the yeah. all the solution we can get, man. These guys yeah. are here's like a messy. two liter of this shit, just pour it in. <laughs> yeah, I like. I always empty the entire thing into the COVID test because it's like it says four drops or whatever, and I feel like yeah. whenever I do it, I'm just like, yeah, there's six drops in there. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be generous. I'm in there the spreading it around like I just won the NBA pop, championship. Yeah, champagne. You know, it was really it was, but it was shocking. I was like, God damn it, I can't. And I did almost fuck up. Like I like you know like sometimes the well, yeah, like, you got to get it like back out of the yeah. q-tip like you have to yeah. ring it out so your ringing skills need to be like next level ringing needs to be high but also there's little enough liquid that like surface tension starts to matter like one of the drops right. just right. there was a bubble started to pull like away from the thing and I was like, <laughs> you were like yeah. oh no my no! covid <laughs> that's a yeah. third of my supply yeah <laughs> the fuck canada i yeah. i would assume canadian covid tests actually work because they don't have like any incentive to get everybody back to work. Like they actually <laughs> care whether people die. So like I, I would think that's like premium top tier shit is the Canadian. And they have to like, yeah, pay for all the um like like the healthcare is handled. So it's actually right. in their interest to just get people healthy. Yeah. That's although maybe America does like a positive test because then money is being made. It's good for the economy. I don't know. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like whenever I get like a positive or a negative COVID test, I always don't trust it. I'm just like, no, nah, I need a second opinion. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, right. I probably should. I probably should do an American COVID test. <laughs> I said yeah, right to the whole pandemic. That's right. <laughs> That's, That's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No thanks. Oh. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> assholes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Allegedly. Um, every time we've said COVID in this conversation, this is a an audio medium, but we've all we've all been doing quote marks with our fingers. <laughs> yeah. Big quotes. Yeah. I've been doing sort of a, the jack off motion <laughs> while rolling your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. Andrew, we are thrilled to be joined in our third <laughs> seat by a brilliant TV writer, performer who's written on shows for Nickelodeon. Ever heard of them? You might have watched the Super Bowl with them. Cartoon Network, DreamWorks, uh, the Netflix animated series Spirit Rangers. Uh, he's the creator of the brilliant web series Gone Native. Please welcome back to the show the hilarious, the talented Joey Clay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I've got two AKAs. Everybody ready? Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, a.k.a. the man who puts the Garf in Garfield, a.k.a. the buffest man in podcasting, a.k.a. Uh, oh, shit, a third one. Uh, COVID. <laughs> COVID's real, though. Seriously, folks. <laughs> <laughs> COVID's real, though. Seriously, folks. It's an anagram. Don't, don't, don't think too hard yeah, about it. Yeah, it's an anagram that stands for uh, Storm the Capital. I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> How are you doing, Joey? It's great to have you here. Uh, yeah, I'm doing great. I, uh, yeah, I'm excited to be back. I, I gotta say, I, I mentioned this on the show before every time, like right when the, right when we start recording, I always panic. Cause I'm like, oh shit, I gotta think of a song really fast. <laughs> <laughs> so I was literally just like, oh shit, 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 uh, rocket man. Okay. Yeah. I can probably parody rocket man. And yeah. then I heard the AK thing. I'm like, oh, that's easier. Yes. Yeah. Oh, much better. <laughs> yeah. Not to put too much pressure on you. But yeah. yeah, we've been we I need to give the pipes a rest. I've been I've been really going full vibrato 
for the past like couple weeks. So oh yeah, know. you gotta get yeah. you gotta get some real like like whatever that the very diva set of tees behind you for just <laughs> right. the AKAs. Yeah, soften up the pipes. Mm-hmm. All right, Joey. We're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about. Jon Stewart is back, and he has angered the libs. They they were not pleased that he called Joe Biden old. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about why Joe Biden, not old. Okay? Okay, Jon Stewart, he's not old. The man is on TikTok, and oh, he's also owning... Everyone with sick memes that are extremely poorly timed. He's not old. He's young, part two. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about Madame Webb. Is that how we're pronouncing that? Madame Webb? Madame? The the new Spider-Man, non-Spider-Man film that had the the trailer that everybody was kind of (laughs) entertainingly confused by. And Dakota Johnson had a had a fun press tour. The movie is out. The reviews are unkind. <laughs> it is being called the cats of superhero movies. So we're going to just check in with that one real quick. All of that. Plenty more. But first, Joey, we do like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? Okay, so I've talked about this uh, previously on this podcast. I recently started working out with a personal trainer. So because of that, I'm really obsessed with uh, macros, like macronutrients, making sure I'm eating the right amount of protein. So my most recent search history was how much protein is in brunch? Uh, And I was really stressed while I was Googling it. Uh, My girlfriend and I took her out to brunch on Sunday. And I was just like, oh, shit, shit, shit. Can I make this work with my macros? (laughs) Yeah. So ma- what it, macros are like protein and like the, yeah, the it's basic like protein, things. It's like protein, to... carbs, and like uh, pro- protein, carbs, and fat. Okay. Was it just a fistful of holiday sauce? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I asked them to to sprinkle a little bit of chicken into it just to, so, so there's some protein. <laughs> it's like a sippy cup of holiday. One, one holiday sauce, one chicken breast. One hollandaise, please. Yeah, yeah. I love hollandaise sauce with French fries. Ooh. And the macros on that, not good. It turns <laughs> well, out. Not good. Look, you can offset it if you can offset it if you eat some just pure Slim Jims for dinner later. <laughs> <laughs> are, are Slim Jims good macros? Uh so so a lot of the struggle oh, with yeah. macros is making sure that you have like a good protein rate protein to calorie ratio. And yeah. Slim Jims do have a very good protein to calorie ratio. Fuck yes. Yes. And the sodium like compounds that have oh i like, just i just don't even think about we that ignore I'm, those. I'm, okay. I'm for sure i'm for sure getting mummified from the inside based on my <laughs> diet right now <laughs> right but my protein is but my protein level is good <laughs> they're going to find your liver in 45,000 years and be like holy shit this is perfectly preserved and glowing and eat it yeah yeah i got to say it is it's so funny how obsessed i've gotten with this stuff i um recently heard uh, former daily site guys guest um eli uden post on twitter something to the effect of like i'm thinking about eating more protein and stuff like that and i immediately jumped into his D- dms and was just like here's the best greek yogurt like brand like you know just what I is broke, the best like, greek as- yogurt brand oh okay so uh oh yeah this is something real opinionated <laughs> about uh so no, no no so the the brands that i like is a brand called oikos that is um 90 calories for 15 grams of protein and then there's another brand oh. called chobani that's 60 calories for 11 grams of protein and they, oh. they don't taste bad. There's a little bit of flavor to them. 
But it's just like if you, um, you know, like if it's the end of the day and you're about to go to bed, but you're just like, oh, I'm short on protein by 10 grams, Yo. then you can just like chug a Greek yogurt while <laughs> trying to sleep. This is what my life is. I'm a cautionary tale. Don't try to become me. I hate this. I'm trying to remember when when like Greek yogurt first came out as like a mass marketed product. Uh, I was still living in New York and one of my coworkers, like one of my best like actual work friends was like, oh, no, man, I don't fuck with Greek yogurt. So I, I, I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to remember, <laughs> but not say the brand because it's a little, I guess, libelous or whatever. But basically, it came Allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. So what happened? It allegedly though, turned his insides into goo. <laughs> well, it's not about the product. He was like, I can't fuck, I can't fuck with those, that Greek yogurt. And I was like, oh, well, why? I mean, it's good, I think. And he was like, yeah, like the guy that founded the company, like, like my friend's wife cheated on him with <laughs> oh <dude>. no <laughs> and like like broke up the marriage so it's like yeah i don't fuck with greek yogurt i was like that's a really so just weird... like that one brand yes, or like any yes. oh, okay just one it. brand of greek yogurt and i i don't remember which it is i don't think yeah <laughs> if i were to guess it would be not polite i suppose but yeah, that's my, <laughs> let's that's, just go with it anyways. <laughs> three top three Greek yogurt brands that we think the guy might yeah. be. A so which yeah, cheater. which which yeah. is the which is the cheatinest cheatinest tasting yogurt? <laughs> that's my yeah. question. I gotta say, Jack, where were you with that with that balloon telling him to say six inches apart when they were Thank you. exactly? Uh, 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 yogurt answer work, yourself, Mister yeah. Oikos. <laughs> your work is never done. <laughs> yes. No, Oikos is very virtuous. I'm going to I'll defend <laughs> Oikos to the death. <laughs> it was probably one of the brands that like tells their whole founder story on the label. I feel yeah. like that's who, you know, yeah, like and that, the founder yeah. story was definitely was just, he likes to fuck. This guy yeah. loves to fuck so it did, hard. It did say on there. It was like, <laughs> he likes Greek this, yogurt because it's kind of like, huh. Yeah, yeah. This is why he likes the yogurt. This is why he got the whole thing. Extra this is whole <laughs> Yeah. I, I also remember hearing that Greek yogurt like the process for making Greek yogurt, it makes the Greek yogurt very good, very great macros on that shit. Even though you you are uh, the Charles Barkley of macros and don't want people to think of you as a role model, I do <laughs> think of you as a role model. Oh and, no, uh, I'm excited about these macros. But then, like the other thing, the water or the liquid that gets strained out to make it like that hyper condensed Greek yogurt is like poison. <laughs> is something that I remember <laughs> oh, covering back in the day, and like they don't know what to do with it. They're like, oh no, <laughs> no. I'm sure me like being like eating this very specific macro diet is cutting 50 years off of my life <laughs> <laughs> no I, I i think it was like as a as a waste byproduct. as a waste byproduct yeah, yeah. yeah exactly it's like acidic or something yes <laughs> cool. it's hyper acidic and it just makes me like it more <laughs> i mean i guess what it is is it's very clearly just the opposite of the greek yogurt <laughs> Yes. Like it's just that, like that's you, what they're saying is that the macros on this by waste byproduct are terrible. And that's why yeah. it's a waste byproduct. You took you took milk and split it into good and evil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. What is something, Joey, that you think is overrated? So okay, so this is gonna be probably controversial, but I think it's overrated to dunk on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's relationship. I'm happy for them. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> no, it's like, I guess that there is there is just something nice about like, you know, like it's like both of them are winning at life. Like he's like a Super Bowl champion. She's like the biggest pop star in the world. Like there's just, I don't know, something nice about it. 
Oh, yes. yeah, oh. fuck that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm a Pentagon psyop. That's also yes, part of this. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> I, I, I hate them as much as I hate any other two white people together. So <laughs> okay, I don't, hate, that's I don't fine. hate them especially, yeah. but. You know, but they sure. know what they did. I think that, you know, it's Valentine's Day. It's okay for people to like each other. I, <laughs> not them. <laughs> not on my watch. Not in my America. I do. I am eager to see it. Like, there's been fun, you know, memes about, like, what Travis getting ready for her birthday and being like, babe, you're going to love this. It's both a cafe and a rainforest. <laughs> like, I am curious what he does. Uh, f- for her on Valentine's Day. Yeah, uh, I, I gotta say, so I am, I am happy for their relationship, but watching the Super Bowl, part of me really wanted the Chiefs to just horribly lose the game and for Travis to still try to propose to her at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> and she says no. She's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, no. Did, did, I didn't oh, even, honey, I literally no. didn't watch the game. I like half paying attention. Yeah, the, so yeah. the Chiefs won in overtime, but like, it definitely was like looking dicey for a little while. Oh, yeah. Mm. It was a dicey affair. It was back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Every time they cut to her, she was with like a different famous person. <laughs> it was wild. It was like there was a steady rotation. It was kind of impressive. But yeah, I, I, I like I mean, th- those feel like they have to be like blocked. Like it's just like there's like probably a Google Doc and like a PA, like getting people oh, 100%. ready for the next shot. Yeah. What a yeah, no, that was in there. Freaking yeah, out. for sure. That's just like a that's a live TV, a TV thing where there's for sure a yeah. producer whose job is to like, okay, we've got the ice spice shot. You know, like it's just um, it's just li- live TV is produced yeah. a little bit. Yeah, Ugh. they kind of look like Renaissance paintings every time they cut away <laughs> her. There's like just agony, ecstasy. Everybody just kind of looking in the same direction. Uh, also, just uh, while we're on the topic, it's so funny to me that uh, the NFL has uh, the words end racism written on yeah. their sidelines right above the <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs logo. Yes. It's like, oh, there's a, there's a really easy way you could start by ending yeah. that racism. And racism, yeah. I mean, not now. Yeah, like some. Oh, no, no, not that particular. No, 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 no. like some racism. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we talk, what, what's that phrase that's like, uh, capture where like the corporations like capture the people who are supposed to be keeping tabs on them what uh, regulatory capture like oh. we, we were oh, talking about regulatory sure. capture last week and like how it's you know all these bureaucrats who are like designed to keep businesses in line just because immediately get like wooed yeah. over to the side of the corporations i feel like that is what has happened with yeah, anti-racism. Is yeah, I mean, like oh, yeah, they've just—they've just captured that idea and been like, now it's a slogan yeah. on our field next to our racist. <laughs> it just—it just didn't come out like on the on the telecast. But if you look closely, there are like scare quotes around end. And <laughs> <laughs> just, like really, they're really right. faint. Yeah. Oh, got it. Got it. Like, uh, you know. Uh. they're also it's like a whole the whole like yeah there's an illustration of them doing the jack off motion and (laughs) (laughs) every time they cut away to roger goodell he was doing the uh, slow motion (laughs) what uh what joey is something you think is underrated uh okay so this is going to be a deep poll but um lately i've been really obsessed with the 2015 uh, pc survival horror rpg dead state so uh, this is like an isometric turn-based RPG. It's like a post-apocalyptic game that takes place in uh, Austin, Texas. 
It came out to like some fanfare in 2014, but like the reviews were a little bit unkind to it because it was made by a small team and just a, a little bit like, you know, you could feel that it had like maybe bigger ideas than the team could put together. But it's just like a fantastic game. I've been obsessed with it over the past like two months. And uh, I think everybody should play it. If you like, you know, Fallout, XCOM, or just like, you know, weird dorky RPGs, definitely give a, a Dead State a try. It's super fun. 10 year anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Damn. bums me out. Yeah, 10 years. That. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Our next expert episode is with one of our good friends, favorite guests on here, who is a bit of a gaming expert. And we were just talking about the future of gaming and how like indie games with the advent of like AI, like that could be, it's the first time I've been like, oh, AI could be good in this one very specific way. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, helping people code and like make games with like smaller and smaller teams. So like indie games get better and better. Because I, right. what, yeah. what I love about the indie game space is that like oftentimes the teams are just like, you know, one to four people and, it, and they'll come out with a game, new game every three or four years. So it really feels like you're following a band that you like. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, they just dropped a new album. Yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. for real. Like, and like, I think that there is just something fun and exciting about the space. And like, because of that, it's like the games, like, you know, can be like raw in some ways, but it, you, it feels like there's like one directorial voice to it as opposed to like, you know, a game made by 4,000 people with like, you know, a billion dollar budget. That's just, you could tell like been kind of executive noted all the interesting stuff out of it. Right. <laughs> Sorry, this part was interesting. Like, yeah, no, I know. We were pretty excited about it. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you thought that was a good thing? No, we're trying no, to no, sell no, 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 a no. billion games here. Yeah, and um, part of the reason I think I'm probably promoting uh, Dead State is that, like, I don't think that anybody else has played it since 2017. Like, the Steam forms are dead <laughs> on it. So I'm right. just like, I need to, get, I need to like... Talk about this so more people play it just so I can, like, you know, figure out like the secrets as to how to like get more loot and stuff. Yeah. Oh, help them out. Yeah. Yeah. So, truly, deeply underrated Dead State yeah, 2014. Check it Damn. out. Wait, what is an isometric? What, what is so that? Uh, isometric is like, um, so think like the Legend of Zelda is like top down, mm -hmm. like isometric is like the camera angle is like slightly at an angle, so it's maybe like a three fourths, not totally right above Got everything, okay. not on the side. So um, it's like the original Fallout, Fallout 1 and 2 kind of had that Got sort it. of view and like the original okay. XCOM games and stuff like that. It's just like a really specific like kind of RPG Camera style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it. All right. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about Joe Biden being a young, hip, cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> Zeit gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, how to bustling retail business and i need you know maybe uh some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street take credit card payments whatever and i know shopify is easy to use half the time i buy something online i'm like oh yep they're using shopify 
And if you need to learn more, check out their website. It's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or, again, looking for hardware to make sales easier. Shopify.com has all of that. Just go there. Check it out. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash TDZ, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back. And just briefly, John Stewart came, uh, did his like first return. I didn't watch it. Uh, I writer jam watched it. Was like it was pretty. I was he was dreading it and thought it was kind of funny. Most of his opening segment was devoted to the ages of both presidential candidates, and therein lies the problem. People were like, "What the fuck, dude? You're only supposed <laughs> to talk shit about Republicans, bro." He focused on, as did we yesterday, we, you know, Biden's slip up where he had called the press conference to be like, I'm not, you think I'm old? And came on and was like throwing sick burns at Fox News and was like real revved up and was like leaving the field of play, having like done what he came to do. And then someone asked him a question <laughs> about Israel and he like went back to the podium and confused Mexico and Egypt. And people were like, oh, buddy, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you almost had oh, you were so close. But anyways, I mean, he he also so he pointed out Biden's slip ups. He also said that Trump's statements during his rallies warrant a wellness check like he was talking about both of them but people people were pissed i think my favorite joke from it is that 
he took the clip of Kamala Harris being like, I, I assure you, in closed door meetings, Biden is smart and on his game and yeah, on top of it all. He's doing backflips. He was like, did he's, anyone he's dabbing all that? over the place. <laughs> like, that would be good to show to people. But anyways, people like Keith Olbermann, <laughs> who we were all waiting to hear what. Yeah. We all knew Keith Olbermann was still alive and were waiting to hear what he thought on anything. But he came out and was like, this both sides is fraud. He's mad. Rolling Stone referred to Jon Stewart's both sides are equally bad approach, which doesn't seem like exactly what he's saying. I think you can be frustrated that Joe Biden doesn't seem to be the best candidate specifically because Trump is such a terrifying prospect, which kind of is where I'm sitting at the moment. So, yeah, yeah. How are you guys feeling? Feeling good about our our options? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Weirdly, yeah, it's like this is like kind of the first time I was like, because I feel like the previous incarnation of Daily Show Jon Stewart would not really ever like actually criticize like the kind of our center right Democratic Party. Right. So like this feels like good-ish actually (laughs) i'm surprised i like more in line with where i think people's minds are yeah 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 i I think that you know i mean ultimately john stewart's a comedian his job is to be funny but he's also put himself in this really interesting media criticism and analysis role yeah jokes to criticize the media and you know i think that biden and trump are the presidential candidates who look and sound old as fuck don't get mad at john stewart for pointing it out <laughs> like yeah. you know get mad at biden's campaign team for letting me be, be presented in that way or get excited about rfk junior like we are <laughs> on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> if but, you if you read between the lines you could really tell which direction this pod is which where jack is going <laughs> <laughs> slightly read between the anti lines. Yeah. anti-vax this is really really <laughs> i have put covid in scare quotes multiple times <laughs> and did say i'm excited about rfk junior yeah, i don't look. know if you're picking up the <laughs> tiny little bread crumbs bread crumbs that's what happens that's yogurt, when, I've, that's yogurt. when i'm out on on macros and I'm so excited. Yeah. Look, do yeah. I love RFK Jr. because he probably knows what a macro is? Yes. <laughs> is that what I base my presidential candidate votes on? Yes. <laughs> also, yes. I I will say actually, Joey, I think you just said, I, I don't know if I agree that like in in the job of host of the Daily Show, John Stewart is a comedian. What? Okay. Well, that's it, like anymore. why it's on. It's on Comedy Central. It's like it's yeah. what theoretically he's supposed to be doing. I know. I know. I just think it's like it. I don't think the show would do well if he was just doing jokes. Like most right. of the bits yeah, yeah. that do well with their audience are like I think, unfortunately, not jokes. Well, yeah, no. it's, it, it is so weird. Like I, you know, I, I went to school for journalism. I graduated from like the Edward R. Murrow College of Communication. And it's like so I like I really respect journalism. And it's so weird to me that he's kind of found himself, John Stewart, in this position where he's kind of one of the most respected journalists in the country. And right. he's like, a com- he's not a journalist. you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think. It, and there's the problem. <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's sort of a, and like he's he's the person where, you know, I think on his on his Apple TV show. There was this expectation of like, finally, he's going to do hard hitting interviews. And it's like, yeah, it's we're putting so much on Jon Stewart's shoulders. Yeah. 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 It's really. Yeah. 
it's that part is the biggest bummer to me. I'm just like, this, this is just none of this should exist in this way. Yeah, yeah. we should have good, like, good te- television journalism should be better. Like, when I, yeah. and part of the problem is just like, it's like the 24 hour news cycle. There is just this need to fill time with opinion more than like actual news. And it's like, if you watch like, you know, just any of the 24 hour news channels, it's like, 90% of their programming is just like a panel of like experts or whatever, just kind of riffing on what they're hearing about yeah. as opposed to like actual, like research the thing journalism. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like, it's, I'm excited that John Stewart's back. Like I thought he did, uh, you know, a good job in his first episode back, but it is such a bummer that like, there is this feeling of like, Oh, finally real news can come back yeah. on comedy central. Yes. Yeah. I didn't realize Comedy Central was still a, a channel, to be honest. I did. I legitimately also was like, I was like, I guess I would have heard had Daily Show been canceled. But right. the big announcement that he was coming back, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, like it right. was it was a weird like, you know, it, it was this weird feeling of like, you know, ultimately, I'm a big pro- proponent of like giving new people a shot and, you know, bringing in like, you know, PSC voices or voices from, from marginalized communities to hold those positions. but like. I don't know. I do think that Jon Stewart, like he like his basically he said that he's only going to come back until I think the election. So it does feel like he's kind of back for like a really specific purpose and he's not going to like stick around forever. And a lot of his jokes even were just like, I'm in my 60s. It's weird. I'm back. (laughs) Like, you know, so he he gets it. Right. Well, it'll be interesting to see what he has to say in his next appearance, because uh, he's not going to have Joe Biden to beat up on for being old. I'll tell you that much because Joe Biden <laughs> has proven he young. <laughs> he uh, joined TikTok. He's his uh, campaign has entered its Steve Buscemi holding a skateboard phase and they joined TikTok. He posted a video on Super Bowl Sunday answering questions that included which team he was rooting for and which candidate he supports for president which feels like they were trying to, like, fuck him up. <laughs> it feels like, like his grandkids were trying to, like, confuse him. But the video was posted along with the message, lol, hey, guys, <laughs> which, which really... is just completely impossible to imagine yeah. Joe Biden that, ever saying. Do you think that there was an unused take on that, who are you going to vote for for President Biden and Trump question where he said, Trump, fuck. Yeah. He's a straight shooter. I, I think it's really funny how, like, I feel like the Biden campaign has gone through the process of, I think, every stand up comedian of, like, oh, I'm not going to start a TikTok. TikTok's dumb. And then after a yeah. couple of years, maybe I will start a TikTok. Yes. <laughs> like, he for years has been repeatedly stating he would not be joining TikTok during the campaign. Which is just like such a funny statement to make in the f- first place that like he felt the need to be like, no, guys, I know what you're saying. I'm not going to start. I'm not going to join TikTok. Yeah, I know it's what everybody's like, waiting for. OK, <laughs> we I'd never that thought never crossed my mind. Oh, like, God. But yeah, I, I got to say, uh, one of my favorite TikTok formats is just stuff getting smashed. Like there's this video of like two toilets hanging from ropes swung at each other like pendulums and they hit each other and explode. <laughs> if the Biden campaign leaned into that type of TikTok, I'd be all in. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, just on the like things from the White House getting like which one's going to survive. Yeah, it's like the Lincoln desk and a statue of Andrew Jackson. (laughs) Yeah. You have to imagine you got TikTok has to be has to be pissed about this happening. Because this is like their their least cool thing that's ever happened on TikTok. Their app is done. Like this is just the now we're just counting down the days to when TikTok is over. Right. Yeah. It also doesn't help that if you watch the video, it looks like Joe Biden's in a hospital waiting room. <laughs> I mean, it really does. Where the fuck is he? That's a really good point. <laughs> like the art on the walls is in the la- in the waiting room of the last hospital. <laughs> like it straight up is a yeah. hospital waiting room. He's wearing old guy khakis. Do you know what uh, I I would actually bet it is, which probably has the same decor as a hospital waiting room, is like a boomer internet consultancy. Yeah, right. no, that, I, I think that I think that that's that to me is a little bit of the the issue with like I totally get you know Biden starting a TikTok. Yeah, there's you know huge Zoomer audience there. Like uh, it makes sense, but yeah. I, I think that it, this really feels like a TikTok that was like pitched by a 20 year old to like a boomer social media executive. Yeah. And like they tried to kind of meet in the middle and it just yeah. like does it just feels like this weird TikTok uncanny valley. Yeah. Having him show up with the words <laughs> lol hey guys is so funny to me for some reason. It's yeah, it's like so is pathetic. that him talking? Is that him being like, well, hey guys, I'm so random, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm so random. Blurg. <laughs> also, I mean, like, are you really gonna sign on to the fucking social media network that's mostly right now known for calling you a war criminal like (laughs) i think you you gave up on the zoomer vote a while ago dog and yeah (laughs) this is not gonna this is not gonna bridge that gap yeah unfortunately he doesn't seem to be all that read in on the uh, war criminal (laughs) stuff because he did uh following the super bowl drop that meme that dank brandon dark brandon meme on our ass where he was like just like we drew it up with a picture of him you know dark brandon eyes glowing and unfortunately it was also after israeli airstrikes reportedly targeting houses and mosques killed dozens of people yeah it's like wow real dark dark brandon yeah. 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 Also, that is how he grew it up. So, consistent. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just <laughs> perfectly Sorry. timed. I, we didn't have to drag this into podcasts, least fun topic. I know. But it <laughs> it's, it is just wild. Like, this attempt to join in the fun, like, make yeah. his campaign fun at this time. Like, it's just, I don't yeah. think it's going to be as easy as they're hoping yeah well, I, I think that so much of what does well on social media is just like you know you need to be genuine you need to feel like you're real in some way and it feels like <laughs> the biden campaign is in this weird kind of trying to have their key can eat it to middle ground where they're trying yeah. to kind of memeify and freshen up biden but when it gets down to it he's still an 82 year old politician sure and you know it just comes across as very like hey look everybody grandpa's rapping like kind <laughs> of, you know <laughs> It would genuinely like, be a thousand times better if he was just rapping. Just rap. Dude, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah. rapping. Please. Yeah, I'm the president and I'm here to say. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, yeah. so in 2020, the campaign, some say sweatily, campaigned in Animal Crossing and threw <laughs> celebrities on Cameo. 
uh, and people are comparing that to this. I'm just going to say 2020. Let me think. Who won that election? Yeah. Who won that election? Yeah, that's right. He won. Yeah, that's you don't right. know if Animal Trump? Crossing saved <laughs> oh, us from four yeah. more years of Trump. Jack, I'm sorry. You're, the character of Jack O'Brien says Trump won that election. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. That's right. I have to go yeah, back yeah, and I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, you said one was... Yeah, when you said Biden won the election, you were definitely doing the Jack off, like, yeah. eye roll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> air quotes. Oh, yeah. Biden the scary won air quotes. the election. <laughs> Biden won the election. Pre- every, by the way, every time I say President Biden, I think the Jack off hand motion is, motion is implied uh, yeah. on the president part. But yeah, that's that's where me and the let's go branded people really intersect. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I also think that <laughs> <laughs> for but the yeah. opposite reasons. But I do think that that is also so funny to me that like let's go Brandon was you know i feel like treated as this like epic liberal dunk when it's like i also think joe biden's not great <laughs> like, you know? right yeah <laughs> also there was a song that played on the radio called fuck donald trump so take this ned flanders bullshit yeah. out of my face like right yeah what are you talking about that's your oh good one guys <laughs> <laughs> let's go <laughs> brandon <laughs> And it's, yeah, it's like, like actually oh, a so, reference to someone saying fuck Biden. So Yeah, so you're you don't like you're, you're not okay with cursing in public. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's also people are pointing out there's a whole question of like the US government is really politicizing TikTok and like the like whether it should be allowed and whether it's a security risk. And he like straight up banned most federal government devices from using TikTok in 2022 due to bipartisan security concerns. So do you do you think the Biden account password is the same as like his skiff password? Uh, <laughs> like he the man can only memorize so many passwords. No. Yeah. I just think there's a high chance it's just Joe Biden in all lowercase. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody would ever think to put it all lowercase, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. Like to security around his I I guess I would say it would be a nightmare if he actually used technology himself. But yeah. They the thing that his administration is saying is that uh, actually this is like we use a device that is only for posting on Joe Biden's TikTok. So <laughs> we're good here. Yeah. Yeah, it's locked in like a glass case. Yeah. Uh the sandbox firewalled TikTok presidential but, TikTok machine. Uh, b- back to the, the the John Stewart Daily Show thing. Something that I do appreciate about what he was saying is like he was basically saying, you know, exactly you brought it up earlier of like, oh, if he's really energetic in meetings, show us that. Like he's giving advice to the Biden campaign. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's like that feels like good. You know, it's like both presidential candidates are old as fuck. Like, you know, I totally get it. But it's like at least let's pretend that they're like still active, you know, like that's your, I feel like that's your job is like, you know, a PR person or a press person or, you know, a media person or whatever is to like, at least make the messaging palpable so that I don't have to pretend that he's well with it. You know, listen, I go, the other side of this though is like, you know, we live through puppet Ronald Reagan. I say we yeah, just Ronald go Reagan like had dementia in office. We just go full Warhammer 40k with this stuff. And either of these two guys, we just acknowledge that it's a cadre of advisors and you know whatever who's doing yeah for real sure stuff. And we just put them on a fucking golden throne when they win. We just <laughs> sit there on display. 
Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Make sure they eat some Slim Jims so they're well-preserved. <laughs> yeah. So they don't know if they die. Yeah. yeah. yeah Pickled yeah, yeah. and crackling with psychic energy. Yeah. When you, uh, <laughs> when you become president, you're just America's trophy for four years. Yeah. You, should, you know what? You should be put inside of the Lincoln Monument. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, on that giant big stone chair? No, no, like inside of it. Like you're sitting in the same way, but you're just sort of like each each one is one layer smaller inside. Yeah, like like Snoke vibes. So it's like like a nesting doll, but presidents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm proposing. I I guess that the Lincoln Monument is a mech. That's do we know of, it's not a mech? I thought you were proposing that once you stop being president, they have to hollow you out and put the new president inside. <laughs> of you. Oh. Either you just way. have to elect smaller and yeah. smaller presidents <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. each subsequent time. It's not the end of the world if we do that. Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying. Yeah, so, I. Yeah. I do think a big part of our problem is that the thing you're describing is basically the monarchy in the UK, and yeah. they realized a long time ago that monarchs shouldn't have power, <laughs> and like that is just like you go sit somewhere on a fancy chair and everyone is just like oh the, the, she's taking the dogs for a walk today how nice yeah. and then there yeah. are like unglamorous people nobody really gives a shit about who are actually being hired and fired from the job of you know running the country and in america yeah. it's still the same fucking person <laughs> like that all right. the all the royalty and all the shit giving is tied up with the same person who actually is supposed to have the job. And that's unhealthy, I would argue. Yeah. Yeah. Let's roll, roll bad, Edward. We're living through it. We're living yeah. through the, <laughs> We're the thriving. Lack of consequences for these people. Yeah. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey Ugh. are in love. Everything's great. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I don't see what everybody's complaining about. <laughs> Travis and Taylor. Congratulations to everyone on living through it. It's a bad, it's bad, bad. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. No, you know, no, like, no I do feel like that. everybody should just acknowledge end of day. Hey, we made it through another one. Fucking hell. Yeah. Like the way you do it in like, you know, recovery programs where you're like day at a time. This shit was hard. Oh. You know? I thought you were like, talking about like being in like trench warfare. Yeah. Well, that too. You know? Yeah. That's the same vibe, I guess. Survive. We're still talking about Taylor Swift, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> talking about how I get through the period like after she announces a new album and before the album actually drops. Yeah. Right. It's just like, well, mm -hmm. I'm supposed to just get out of bed and act like this is a normal day? Or, <laughs> okay. Sure. Ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about important things uh, like Madam Webb. We'll be right back. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And 
Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. And we're back. And so the big movie release this coming weekend, after this past weekend, as we talked about on Trending yesterday, nobody went to the movies. Like, it's the lowest movie total, like, in terms of, like, money spent in the movies since the 80s. Argyle Ooh. is number one at the box number office. Number one with, number like, one, <laughs> baby. six million in its second week is, like, wild how few hey. people went to the movies. Hey, oh my a God. number one is a number one. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Crushing it. Biggest movie in America. <laughs> Thank you. And God, who can... I didn't even... Like, the whole trailer was based around, and you'll never believe this twist. This twist is gonna fuck you up. And then <laughs> yeah. the movie came out, and, like, people didn't even bother spoiling it. <laughs> like, nobody, like, I don't even... People were just like, no, you don't... Don't don't even worry about it. Like, it I didn't realize... Spoiled. Apparently, it had been spoiled, like, initially. Because the initial script is, I think, not... there's It's not a twist. It's, it's more like... I guess spoiler alert. It's like born identity ish, like or born born. Oh, so she is the yeah. born. Oh, yeah. so she actually Argyle. That's, yeah, yeah. Well, she uh, actually, I, star actually well, Argyle. Well, uh, <laughs> a certain number of the audience cared about this twist because it's number one. Yeah, <laughs> one. people I came out Eat shit, losers! It's number one. <laughs> this is this is, I guess, more for you, Joey. But I genuinely assumed from the trailer that the cat was the secret agent. Yeah. Right? Uh, so, okay, like so a I, thousand percent was like, it's definitely the cat. It's definitely a talking cat. Yeah, I. So <laughs> I, I feel like. I, I, have, I have not seen Argyle. I'm sorry. I was not one of the millions of people that saw it this weekend to make it number one. But yeah, I got to say, I, as a big cat fan, the cat did intrigue me to potentially want to see it. But uh, I don't know. I just, I just didn't. Yeah. 
No, no, I, guess I literally I'll I, go fuck myself. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I would have put money, unbelievable amounts of money that it was the cat. Yeah, because the cat yeah. felt like it was really central to the promotions. I mean, I, I think that what is what one of the things that's so interesting to me about Argyle is it really feels like that. What was that Johnny Depp movie like Mordecai or something like that? Yeah, Mor- the yeah, one with the Mor- mustache. Yeah, where it kind of felt like the the entire. The, the the crux of the promotion of this movie is look at all the celebrities we got in this. Yes. Oh, sure. Yeah. And yeah. it kind of feels like Johnny work. Depp and a mustache. That's enough for you, right? You know? <laughs> and it was it was like another it was like a 30 rock movie. It was like a, a Jenna yeah. Maroney joint. Where you're like, huh. Oh, this is real. Yeah. Huh. So okay. Madam Web has similar energy. Like Jenna Maroney energy. The trailer has the line where one character sees it, like, is shown another character, and she's like, he was in the Amazon with my mom when she was researching spiders right before she died. An actor has to say that. That was for sure like, an, exec, an exec note, I'm sure. Like, it can't, I, yeah, yeah. I will just say, I'm, I'm currently writing an incredibly bad draft of a movie, and I have multiple characters saying dialogue like that. That is just like I, I don't know. I just need to get this information. Yeah, out. it's just that, 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 that feels. Yeah, that feels like a line that an exec was like was like. Oh, I just don't understand why she's in the but Amazon. Where? Do, yeah, but where, where was and, he? And she died of what? Like, yeah. But what was she doing there? Just gotta oh. gotta get it through. And not only do you have to like get that information through. But you have to put it in the trailer. <laughs> like right. the amount of ground that they try to cover for the plot <laughs> of this movie in the trailer is wild. I like I feel like this must be one of the hardest movies to ever make a trailer for because the, the trailer is <laughs> yeah. like they're like and she can see the future and so can they. And like, but she, this guy can kind of also see the future. And so, but it's, it's a real mess. And I've seen the, like, they really put like this trailer in front of us a lot. Yeah. Us being me and my eyes. (laughs) But anyways, so people were kind of looking forward to this just from maybe a campy perspective and the critics are not being nice. They're being mean. <laughs> They're calling it the cats of superhero movies. And I gotta say, as a as a genuine cats apologist who loved the cats movie, uh, <laughs> this makes me want to see the movie. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here for here. it. Yeah, Madam Web isn't as bad as you've heard. It's so much worse. Is <laughs> the response is the headline from Rolling Stone, that, and it, who also called it the cats of superhero movies. Is Spider-Man spinoff Madam Web bad? Listen, bud, it's just radioactive crud. I don't know why they did that. That's the Globe and Mail. But it has a 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. So uh, box office question for all the box office hounds that are listening. Do we think Madam Web is going to be able to topple Argyle? (laughs) (laughs) I think it would be really difficult for it not to topple Argyle. Because Argyle was like the lowest number one I think we've had in decades. But it's still number one. It's still also, number one. He's like Sony Spider-Man adjacent movies. Like, yes. Always do a billion times better than I think they're going to do. Like Morbius? Are you talking well, Morbius? Because Morbius, Morbius was trending this morning. But all, the, all the Venoms... Yes. I guess it's the Venoms. The Venoms, I'm like, okay, someone wants to watch this. Um, 
So uh, something that I really love about the kind of the Sony Spider-Verse, you know, uh, like I, I was a really big fan of the Across the Spider-Verse film. They're, they're genuinely like great animated films. Oh, yeah. And but but it feels like there's always this effort. And I'm sure it's like a Sony note to just like cram their bad Spider-Verse movie, Spider-Man movies into Spider-Verse. So it's like we'll probably see some weird cameo from Madam Web as if she's like, you know, Captain oh. America showing up the MCU in the next Spider-Verse movie. Wow. Yeah, it really is like amazing how all these movies get curb stomped by their cartoons. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah, just like yeah. every time. Yeah. So the reviews are so bad that Morbius was trending on Twitter, a reference to Sony's last attempt to spin Spider-Man adjacent characters off into their own like non-Spider-Man movie. Morbius was the third entry in Sony's Spider-Man universe and quickly became one of the most infamous films of 2022 due to, quote, its terrible quality. (laughs) 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 But people are saying, because I, I think the inherent question, like this wasn't my question with Morbius because I didn't, I thought Morbius was part of the that monster you like the universal like oh for sure oh yeah the, the, yeah the dark the dark yeah. universe yeah. or whatever I didn't know it was Morbius really just, Dracula's yeah. friend <laughs> yeah exactly that's what I thought was going on but apparently you know th- this is part of Sony's ploy yeah. that they basically have to make a movie in the Spider-Man universe they can't make it feature Spider-Man yeah. and they have to do it every like two and a half or three years in order to keep the rights to the Spider-Man universe. So it's like the inherent ridiculousness of the premise of like what they have to do is at the core of like what it sounds like sucks about this movie. It's the same thing that happens with like Fantastic Four and previously X-Men. It's just this like, like cynical IP like holding thing yes and the it's, fact that they co- they conned fucking sydney sweeney and dakota johnson into doing this is amazing it's <laughs> unbelievable and but I, yeah but i feel like if you pitched to them like you know hey it's like spy it's like spider-man except with more powers and also it's in the spider-man universe like i totally get why you would say yes to it but yeah it is so yeah. funny that like they it's just like they're cursed to churn out a new yeah. weird Spider-Man universe adjacent movie every three years. Yeah. I mean, because the trailer looks at, like a fucking like Netflix thriller and then it l- ends on like they're all in Spider-People costume. And it's like, what yeah. the fuck is happening here? It's so, it's... I, I, I kind of... Now yeah. I understand why they have the line. He was in the Amazon with my mom when she was researching spiders, Andrew, <laughs> right <laughs> before she died. Spiders give them their powers. And then they're, they're, they're like, but Spider-Man isn't around, so they're just going to have to be like, what are you? Spider-Man oh, isn't dressed, around yet. I just dress like this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this, this is how I. And did Spider-Man uh, get the idea for his costume from them, or are they so. getting it from Spider-Man? But they just like can't say that, and so they're. I just hope they're all Spider- his style. They're all Spider-Man's mommy, and that's oh. that's how it's gonna go. I just wanted to see a little Tom Holland crawl out of an egg sack. <laughs> <laughs> 
crawl out of an egg sack and then uh, suck the juices out of a fly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, delightful. Amazing. All right. Well, Joey, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? Uh, yeah, thanks so much for having me. Um, yeah, you can um, find me on uh, Twitter, Blue Sky, and TikTok at Joey Tainman. And then you can follow me on Instagram and threads at Joey Clift with five or six eyes. Reason for that's a 12-year-old took Joey Clift with one eye, so I just have to deal. And uh, yeah, check out Gone Native at GoneNative.tv. It's a series of um, animated comedy PSAs about just weird microaggressions uh, Native American folks deal with on a regular basis. And then uh, watch Spirit Rangers 1 and 2 on Netflix. And uh, season 3 comes out this spring. So, uh, yeah, check out go. all the things. Amazing. And watch Matt, watch Argyle so it doesn't lose to Madam Web this weekend. <laughs> it needs to keep its number so one. so much money on this. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't take much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Is there a work of media that you've been enjoying? Uh, so, honestly, I've, I've gotten really into the band Neko Case recently. She's like a, a singer songwriter who's really popular in sort of the 90s and the, the 2000s. And I think it's uh, Nico Case. Nico Case. Okay, so that, that'll show you how new I am to being a Nico Case fan. I know. Well, I'm <laughs> but, just very uh, old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, she just like came across on my like Spotify shuffle and I was just like, wait, Nico Case is real good. So yeah, I think I've just been enjoying uh, Nico Case recently. God, she has this one album that I'm not, it's like the Fox Confessor or some shit. It's like got a real. 90s indie rock name it fucking <laughs> rules fox confessor brings the flood is Great. the album i'm thinking of that bring i it. highly highly recommend that shit is great <laughs> there's like all this reverb all over her vocals it's a lot of fun second piece of media i've been enjoying is uh, you know joe biden's tiktok he's been real <laughs> funny on there lately he's got a real good joke about the chiefs <laughs> yeah oh man he fucking loves nico case <laughs> he probably does <laughs> uh andrew t Yo. what a pleasure having Thanks you having me as our guest co-host today where can people find you um yeah just find me yo is this racist this is my podcast and i don't know Eventually, something I write will be on TV again, I assume. But yeah. I don't know. Watch, watch old episodes of Mixed Dish. Those are, those are yeah. fun <laughs> enough, I think. The classics. Yeah, exactly. Is there a work media you've been enjoying? Uh, I actually was just reminded. I was going to do something else. But I let my friend's kids, who are like, I think like nine, like five, nine, and 11, never forget. Yeah. <laughs> and... They uh they use I, I let them use my Spotify because they were just like like over I think we're all having dinner and the kids obviously got bored really quick. Anyway, which is all to say they have like fucking annihilated my algorithm. Oh, so no. the piece of media in a good way. I like I like just having something make Spotify think like this guy's out of control. <laughs> but they they uh signed on to a Spotify playlist called Big on the Internet, which is actually invaluable for an old man like me because what it is is it's all the like source music for tiktok essentially yeah oh amazing this is unbelievably useful <laughs> i guess great. it's listed on the tiktok but it's i don't know i feel like that's not as reliable but yeah i just listen to this like fucking 18 hour long playlist when i have nothing else i actually want to listen to and i'm like oh that's okay that that 
you know, four seconds of very yeah. listen. Great very for finding li- songs with amazingly <laughs> listenable five second chunks. <laughs> yeah, five uh, second chunks or or five second chunks that are like very descriptive and able to be pantomimed. Right. Yeah. That's that's the TikTok sweet spot, I think. Anyway, that is that that has been the single most actually useful piece of media that I have had access to. Wait, I've okay. So I've got a question: Would both of you vote for Joe Biden if he did a TikTok where he did Fortnite dances? Yeah, man. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna fucking vote for him because I will say this: I'm not there. But would would you be more likely to vote for him if he did TikTok? If he did Fortnite dances, (laughs) I'll just throw this out there: We're all in California. You don't have to vote for Joe Biden. Uh, <laughs> That's right. I, th- I think I'm probably not going to vote for anyone for president. Wow. In California, I'm not suggesting you do that where your vote yeah, I mean, for president I'll, matters. I'll also probably vote for him, but... Uh, but Pending if, TikTok if got, dances. Yeah, we'll if, you did, yeah. if you did a little silly yeah. dance, a few silly dances, it might make me a little more excited. <laughs> That's right. If they just made... If the Trump campaign just made an account of him trying to do any of the TikTok dances... <laughs> Yeah, that, that would I feel be, like Trump wouldn't be willing to do it because like yeah, can't, that's yeah. Nobody yeah. can tell him shit at this the, point. <laughs> the first candidate that posts a video of them smashing two toilets together until yeah. they explode will uh, get my vote. <laughs> oh shit! You're gonna vote for Trump, man. Sorry to, <laughs> yeah. sorry to let you know. But <laughs> oh no! Oh shit! That's yeah, a real, that, real that clear is Trump right <laughs> the fuck up his alley. <laughs> Loves to talk about toilets, loves to get mad at toilets because they don't flush as big turds. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Tweet I've been enjoying. I've been enjoying Christy Yamaguchi main. Just ask people for their favorite tweets of all time. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's been a lot of goodies. This one from Michaela Reed retweeting one from Robot Rowboat tweeted, if you smell toast, you might be having a stroke. A stroke of luck, that is. It's toast time. <laughs> that is from November of 2017. So I love people just having their favorites like kind of squirreled away from like yeah. seven Actually, years one, ago. <laughs> one of my favorites, speaking of like a, a classic for me, speaking of the Spider-Man universe is I forgot who tweeted it, but it was just more BS. I thought we were out here looking for less BS. <laughs> <laughs> Too good. Very good to me. Amazing. Uh, well, shout out to Christy Amaguchi, man. One of the best on Twitter. Zeitgang. One of the best out here doing it. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. We link off to the information that we've talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. And Super Producer Justin Connor, uh, besides me just singing song you might enjoy right there, is there any music that you think that people might enjoy? Yeah, that was beautiful, Jack. Um, We could just leave it with that. We could. could. Drop Uh, that shit on Spotify, see if it races up the uh, (laughs) big, huge on the internet track. I have a feeling it will. Um, It's Valentine's Day, so I wanted to leave you all with the sensual, smooth, sexy-sounding track to add to your playlist tonight. Uh, Now it's just over a minute long, uh, so speaking of amazing five-second chunks, as Jack put it, some of you won't need that much time. 
Uh, hey, uh, hey. Uh, but this is a very vibey, soulful track called Velvet Blue by Ray Lozano, and you can find that song in the footnotes. 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 The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for us this morning. We are back this afternoon to tell you what is trending, and we will talk to you all then. Bye. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.